Traveling Clouds Podcast by Etsko This is your host Etsko Ichikawa I'm originally from Tokyo, Japan and moved to Seattle, Washington, USA about 29 years ago and I became nomadic last year, September 2021 and here I am on the big island of Hawaii What brought me to Hawaii was the uh, art residency. It was a month-long residency founded by the National Parks Arts Foundation in association with the Volcanoes National Park. My project for the residency was to collect and share stories around Pele. Do you know who is Pele? Any stories around her? Pele is the goddess of fire and volcanoes and the creator of the Hawaiian Islands. But I knew very little about Pele before I interviewed about 12 people. So let's hear it. Let's hear what my interviewees needed to say. Pele to me is a you know goddess nearly let's say family member but but a force of creation and destruction um i mean calling her growing up calling her tutu pele it it makes her feel like she's part of the family mm. and that she has a, a wrath you know she has different moods um she's here to like I said, create, but also to test us in a lot of ways to, you know, you, you do hear stories all the time of, of her um, out and about and um, asking people for things, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, ulu or um, fish or water, you know, and, and based on the person's answer on their generosity, um, she would either and allow them to, to keep living or she would take from them you know, their land or their, I know their place. So, um, she was, she was always, is very, um, human. Although her forces are supernatural and, and very powerful, there's always been that, that human element to her. It was Mina Ellison. She is the communication director and curator at the Donkey Mail Arts Center in Holoaloa, where I conducted the interview. And she is from Kailua, Oahu, and her mother's family is from South Kona. So it was interesting to hear that Mina called Pele Tutu Pele, like calling her grandma or uh, respected elder um, in her family members. Because my initial understanding of Pele uh, was a you know well-known deity in Hawaiian mythology, 
but I started hearing more and more people call Madame Pele or Tutu Pele as a sign of respect. Yeah, it always feels very close when the the eruptions were happening and, and some of the the land that I know was threatened, you know, to be covered with, with lava. It always hurt when the newscasters would say this place is being destroyed. It's actually quite the opposite, you know, mm. of, of new land being created. Yes, people are being affected and I don't, you know, I feel for, for them too. And, you know, a lot of them, even being displaced, they understood, you know. There was so much going on there and in those neighborhoods. You know, I know a lot of people went to go visit, but I, I didn't feel compelled to go visit because of knowing what the residents were going through. And and for me, it's 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 really common. You don't go somewhere when you're not invited or have a purpose, you know. So, yeah, if... if if Halau are going to go and to give ho'okupu, do ceremony, do protocol. But for me, I, I don't, I didn't feel compelled to need to, um, to go. I just wanted to let her do her thing. <laughs> and then when things calmed down and it wasn't out of fear of my safety, mm-hmm. but it was, um, yeah, more out of respect. So it was important for me to hear what Mina said about her feeling towards Tutupele or how she sees the current eruption or um, the eruption in the history, in the past. Because, you know, as a newcomer myself, I'm always curious and with the nature of exploring everything. So I went to visit to see the eruption a few times. and it's an amazing natural phenomena to actually see it in person. And it's pretty close. You can see from the rim of the crater uh, where Pele uh, permanently lives and where she's at work. Uh, it's a place called, um, let me see if I can pronounce this right, Halema Uma'u Crater at the summit of Kilauea. But after hearing those stories and learning more about the you know, um, history of Hawaii and uh, language and the hula and all all those beautiful traditional uh, things on this island, I started feeling very differently. Next, I'd like to share my interview with Carol Zakahi, who is the sensei, the third generation Japanese-American who lives in Holoa on the big island. And I met with her at her family museum, which chronicles five generations of four Japanese-American families through artifacts, photos, and history of Kona life on their family land. The, the name Pele, the, the fire goddess. Um, as far as I can remember, my father you know, had made us so afraid of any superstitious whatever is in Kona. So he also um, reminded us that, you know, because this Pele is um, the fire goddess, you know, and she is like, would appear in the cars, you know, and you got to pick her up and all that stuff there. Uh, that was already scary for us, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and 
we just never really saw the active volcano uh, erupting in my whole entire life until just this past year. So seeing the fire there, and I was um, really on the edge of the cliff, you know, of that crater. That's the nearest I've ever been there. Yes, and you talk about the powerful, you know, the power that she has over there. That will scare you already, you know. But anyway, that was like, and my mom also reminded us that if you were pregnant, you were not supposed to see fire. So it's like stay away, you know, from, from that. Yeah, so basically she was never involved in my life. Mm. We just respected her. Yes. Yeah, and we didn't want her to erupt over Hualalai, where the mountain that I lived. And I said, you know, as long as, because up on the top of Hualalai, if you've ever gone to the crater there, mm. there is a little wisp of smoke that comes up from that crater. Mm. You know, and I got to witness that. That was kind of way back, maybe 1980s. But, you know, it, it was like, wow. She's alive, right? Yeah, she's yes. there. She's there. She's everywhere. And like I said, you know, like, um, you know, being the, the fire goddess, this is uh, underneath the, the world that we know is a network of lava. That all connected. All connected. And as far as I know, it was like the, the ring of fire right around our world world there, you know, Hawaii, Japan, Philippines, wherever, Alaska, and California. So that ring of fire is something that we should all be afraid of, you know? Mm. Yeah, so whenever anything happens here in Hawaii, we already hear Japan had an earthquake or, you know, things like that, yeah? So Carol talked about connections and I believe that this interview was the very beginning of my series of interviews during my residency, but I feel very comfortable uh, meeting people like Carol or um, you know, just hanging on this island because I feel connections to this island right away. Maybe because I'm Japanese or maybe because I work with fire as an element for my work. Carol makes and teaches Laohala weaving. Uh, Laohala, Lao meaning leaf in the Hawaiian language, refers to the leaves of the hala tree, which is a common tree. Um, it's a pandanus plant. And she gave me this Laohala weaving turtle um, at the end of the interview. And uh, it has been my lucky charm. And it's connected to my headphone case since and traveling with me. By the way, I hope you don't mind that uh, my recording, the qualities are all over the places, including background sound. Uh, you probably heard some local speaking or birds singing or cocky frog, you know, singing as well. Um, I'm recording and editing at the uh, simple A-frame shelter at the Hapuna Beach State Park right now. So I hope you enjoy that part of your experience of listening to my podcast. My next and last interview of this uh, first interview of Pele is Mayumi Oda. She is a respected artist, social activist, and community leader, 
and I was able to meet with her and interview her at her Ginger Hill farm in Keala Kekua on this island. And a group of people there uh, practice sustainable living and surrounded by the beautiful botanical forest. And Mayumi has been often referred as the Matisse of Japan and she continues to paint goddesses. Mayumi first asked me to go see her Pele painting and come back and ask her question. So I did. But when I saw her Pele painting, it was really powerful. It was a large scroll with the figure of this goddess in red. And this expression is really strong. So I actually didn't know what to ask, but I went back to her studio and sat down. So maybe I'll tell you. When I was painting in Pere, I was also doing a workshop. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew Pere was not easy to come to be painted. Mm. It somehow, it, when I was painting this, she came and uh, I was doing um, also same time a uh, retreat for people. And I was wearing white. Mm. And my whole dress caught a fire. Oh my God. It's like, <laughs> Pere came to me finally. Wow. Then I can start painting Pere. Mm. Because wow. this you know, frame was so scary. Of course. You know. But she came to me that way. After I heard that story from Miami, I went back to see her Pele painting again. And I just spent some quiet moment there before I left. Thank you very much for listening. This is the end of my very first episode of Driving Clouds, the podcast. My special thanks goes to Maki Morinoue and Miho Morinoue, who introduced me to those three interviewees. So thank you. Also, I'd like to acknowledge Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, which supported me to create this opening sound. And the beautiful hands pan music is done by Chris Warden. I will have a couple more episodes around the Pele, so stay tuned 